0: Is it really beneficial to connect with your students? Isn't having expectations and class rules enough? Should you really like all your students? Well, not necessarily, but your relationships impact their learning and their behavior. Listen in to today's episode and learn some of the benefits of those relationships. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over ten years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant caring adult in your students' lives and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols, in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on every child needs a champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. I encourage you to join my Facebook group Behavior Strategies for Class and join in in collaborating with other educators there. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. So definitely over the years, I have worked with quite a few different teachers and watching their different relationships that they've had with their students. Like some extremes, of course, I've worked with a teacher who unfortunately did a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling at her students who were not following directions, like to a T, constantly yelling. And if she got upset, she would, uh, even more yelling. Thankfully, she would finally like kind of get it together and then just say, really kind of blame it on the students. Like you guys are making me mad. You're making me upset. You, 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 instead of taking responsibility and just saying, Hey, sorry, I lost it there for a minute. I'm getting frustrated. I shouldn't have yelled. You know, she's projecting it on all the students. And granted, I get it. They can make you crazy. And yes, sometimes you do want to choke them out. But you're the adult in the room. And turning and screaming at little kids is really not helpful or beneficial to anybody. Not the other adults in the room, not the special needs students in the room, not any of your Gen ed students. And so that, of course, is my worst experience because there's there's no benefit at all to that kind of relationship. Yeah, it's hard. Anyways, um, another example, I've worked with a lot of students, a lot of students, a lot of students, yes. But as far as teacher relationships, uh, I have definitely, thankfully, seen a lot of positive ones. Ones to where um, I think I've talked about him before, who really like connected with their kids kind of on their level and what video games were they into. And then he would like, you know, I don't know if he went home and like played those games so then he can relate to the students and. He would give nicknames to his students, but he was also firm. If there was ever an issue, you knew it. But he would also take the time to step right outside the class and say, hey, like, what's going on? Like, why are you, you know, ticked off or why are you whatever? He would take the time to do that. And so that was a great dynamic to see. And all the kids, of course, loved being in his class. And all the kids coming up would want to be in his class because he was so cool and relatable to the students. Other teachers I've seen kind of just in the middle. Like they, you know, made their class expectations and they connected with their students, but not... Um, I guess, overly engaged, if that makes sense. Like it's, hey, how are you? You know, it's good to see you. And then moving on. Um, Not always taking extra time to figure out, okay, why are you really upset? Or why did you choose to do this? Or why did you hit Johnny? Or there was more or less somebody else has to deal with it. But her classroom was you know, comfortable. And I think the kids felt welcome there, but it just wasn't, um, I guess, a next level type of connection. And then I've seen other, again, other teachers who are so welcoming, so encouraging, giving those high fives every morning, greeting their students, encouraging them, but also having that firm, Uh, expectation in the classroom. Yes, I want to connect with you. I want to encourage you, but these are the, this is the way we do things in my classroom and setting those firm uh, expectations. Those were always great to see as well. So, and then other teachers, they do connect. They give their students a little more freedom in their creativity and how they are able to do their work, but also reminding them if they go past that boundary, reminding them again, okay, guys, like tone it down or back to work. You're messing around. Now you lose that freedom of just interacting at your table. So then it's, you know, quiet time and everyone works on their own, you know, just kind of bringing it back. But in a real way, in a way that she did not have to raise her voice, or yell and yell at the students. She just reminded them, okay, hey guys, this is the expectation. And if you don't meet it, then this is the consequence. It's just a matter of fact. But she has built that relationship. She has had a lunch with her students on a regular basis, rotating through her students. And that was kind of her, their reward um, for their behavior and, and doing their work. And so she didn't have, well, I take that back. They did put a couple tough behavior students in her class, but she still took the time to connect with them little by little. Like she knew her limitations on, you know, I'm not going to smother you because I want you to feel welcome. But I want you to know I do care about you, but there are expectations again. So learning that balance, I think, is huge. And I know not every teacher is, you know, overly affectionate and hugging and, which I know we can't do, but, um, you know, smiling all the time. I get it. I mean, obviously, we're human. You're human. We can't always be on a, you know, super high all the time. But Consistently showing up, showing encouragement to your students, giving them constructive criticism on where they need to grow, challenging them to continue to grow and finding their strengths and encouraging them there. And then again, in their weakness and challenging them to do better over there. It's learning that balance. Because your relationship with your students is huge and makes a huge difference in their lives. And so I want to go to um, some benefits and encouragement for you. And hopefully you have seen this past year as you have connected with your students, or maybe you haven't taken the time and so you can look back and say, hey, I do want to do that different. Or maybe I will have lunch with the students maybe once a month, if you don't want to do it weekly, or maybe every other week, or what's one way that you could incorporate a way to build that relationship and connect with your students? So one thing I was reading um, in the American Psychological Association. That students who have positive, supportive relationships with their teachers attain higher levels of achievement and have positive social development, which basically is their behavior, how they connect and interact with their peers, not only with you, but with their peers. You are giving them a base on how to have that positive relationship. So they, so students that have a positive relationship with you engage more in their learning. So they want to interact with you while you're teaching and engage and they're staying focused. Uh, they behave better in class when they feel connected to you and know that you actually care about them. They want to do better. And granted, Sometimes there are other reasons where they can't, or they still have outbursts or they, I mean, obviously that isn't a number one solution to all behavior, you know, but overall studies have shown that they do behave better in class when they have that connection to you as their teacher And that's ultimately what we want, because once they behave better, then they're going to be learning more. And obviously that's what they're there for. But again, we want to come back to teaching the whole student. So socially affects them emotionally, academically, helping them grow in all of those areas. And you don't have to be super intentional to always be like, Hey, I see you're interacting so well with Johnny over here. Your social skills have really grown this year. Like we don't always have to point that out, but you are teaching that throughout the year in different projects and things that you have in your classroom. And then again, like I said, peers get along when they have that positive relationship with you. They have that positive example and the class environment is welcoming. Students want to be in your class. They don't want to have to hate school, have to hate coming to your class because all you do is yell at them. No, they want to be happy to be there and happy to learn, happy to be with their friends, happy knowing that another adult cares about them. So I really want to encourage you to take time to reflect how have your relationships been with your students this year? And sometimes, you know, you may not see that lasting effect but you are making a difference. And then what could you do differently next year? How could you build on those relationships? Is there something, maybe a little something that you could tweak instead of being more critical, work on being encouraging or being more firm on your expectations and stating why do we have expectations? Like chaos doesn't win having a chaotic classroom is not helpful for anybody. So I just want to encourage you to remember that your relationships matter to your students. They do make a difference and they have lasting effects. Like I said, it gives them a positive example of what a positive relationship looks like. And hopefully you were able to see that growth in your students and see that growth with yourself as well. And so this reminds me of Josh Shipp, who is a youth leader and speaker who was a foster kid, and he talks about how he he had been moved, I don't know, four or five times before he ended up in this one foster home. And he said he did everything wrong that he could do because he knew he was going to be kicked out anyway and just move on to the next one. So he would, you know, be rude, mean, disrespectful to the family, step it up and do it at school. And so everything he just kept doing worse and worse and worse. And finally, the foster parents told him, we're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. We are here to help you and support you no matter what. And so that finally clicked with him because he knew he could trust in them to know that they cared and they weren't going to throw him away because he was too difficult and being rude and mean and being a teenager. So I leave you again with another quote from Josh. Well, this one is from Josh Ship, And he says, Every kid is one caring adult away from being a success story. And you can be that adult. You can change a hopeless student into hopeful, which means that student will be a success story. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all, and I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, P-P-U, the number four and U as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, P-P-U, the number four and the letter U if you're interested. Also, to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link, and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this, that every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.